this week's episode of the House of Blurds podcast. We are your hosts. This is Nicole. And Armani here. And this week's episode is a There Will Be Spoilers episode where we will be spoiling all of the things because that's all we've been doing is watching the things. So first up, we are going to start off with Invisible Man, which we saw in the movie theaters a couple days ago before the world went to hell and you couldn't go in movie theaters anymore. It's going to be like a throwback Thursday. Hey, remember movie theaters? <laughs> Those were Remember things. back when outside was a place? Yes, <laughs> that you could congregate with more than nine other people. But I just want to shout out the Alamo Draft House, which I absolutely love. Your employer. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all are cool, I guess. Which I'm, I'm just saying because like they took the whole social distancing thing. So when you would buy a movie ticket online, they would close off the seat around you so no one could sit directly next to you, which I was really hoping was going to continue to be a thing so I can continue to go to the movies because I just bought my season pass. But sadly, no. <laughs> movie theaters and bars have been closed. Just- well, ba- bars are doing delivery in Texas. Yes. And liquor stores are doing delivery in Texas, so we can still get alcohol. But So basically any gathering over 10 people. Yeah, just can't be a thing anymore, unfortunately. But Invisible Man, we did see it, and it stars Elizabeth Moss. If you don't know, um, she is... Offred in The Han- Handmaid's Tale. Yes, and for she, those who don't watch Handmaid's Tale, she was also in... Split. Split? Yeah, she was in Split. Fuck Split. I mean, not Split, I'm sorry. She was also in Us. She, she, I was <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even watch that one. <laughs> yeah, she was in Us. Um, so, okay. So, basically, she's married to a super abusive dude. At the beginning, she, like, escapes the house. Like, shout out to having an escape plan. Because if you're in a seriously crazy domestic violence situation, that is, like, the one thing they tell you is you, you have to plan your escape. So, you start getting your shit together. You pack it up. You have a way out. So, she drugged her husband with some sleeping pills and then called her sister and she's out yeah so she 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 dips and now i see in the previews for this and i was just like this is gonna be cheesy as fuck like how does he become the invisible man like i was like this is i thought there was gonna be some cheesy supernatural kind of twist to it as well yeah so luckily there was not so she escapes she's got her sisters or no she's staying with her friend who was a cop random black dude friend who's a single dad and raising Stormy Reed, which I enjoy seeing in any movie because I love her little face. <laughs> so her her cop friend, uh, who is a single dad, she's staying with him. And then she gets a knock. They get a knock on the door that old boy's dead. Because mm-hmm. um, because yeah, he was trying to like they sent a letter to the house where she was staying at, and she's like, no one knows I'm here. So question number one: How did old boy's brother? That was that was after that was after that. Because first she came and she told him that she was dead and she saw it online. And then afterwards, he sent her that letter, which... Oh, yeah, her sister... You're right. Her sister told her he was dead. And then they get the letter to attend the reading of his will. So... So at that point, he was probably already following. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to how that shit panned out, obviously. So, So his brother, who is the executor of his estate, is reading this will to her. And he's like... Basically, you're going to get all this money and all these things as long as you don't create any, barring you being, you know, a criminal. As long as you don't do anything criminal, um, then you'll get all this money. So she's like, okay, sure. And that's not a problem. Right? 
She sets up a nice little bank account for for Stormy to go to college because she wanted to go to Parsons. She starts going outside again. Yes. She's even normal life. You know, it was kind of, I felt so bad for her because when she first got to her friend's house, like she went to the mailbox. Like, no, she didn't even make it to the mailbox because some dude was like jogging outside and she totally panicked and ran back in the house. It was just like the reality of what someone who's been living in that kind of situation goes through. Like, she couldn't even go. And they lived in in a fucking compound, like- her house was the house from the beginning of of Hitman too. Yeah, it's like it's a beautifully designed house, but <laughs> she had to scale a wall. Like he had, he was, it, he was in tech. Her husband was in tech because um, it was all kinds of security systems and cameras and shit like that. But so yeah, Will's red. She getting his money, sets up an account for old girl to go to school, and then weird shit starts happening. <laughs> so what was the first funky thing? Like I think it was when she was in bed and. No, you kind of start hearing this kind of like clicking sound, like a clock ticking. And she's kind of like just looking around like she's she feels someone there. Yeah. I think the first incident was when her and Stormy Reed were laying in bed. Yeah, because they're sharing a bed. Yeah. So this really cute black cop only has a two-bedroom house, evidently. So she sleeps with his daughter, who is like a teenager, who I'd have been like, yeah, um, there's like, a whole last <laughs> <nice> floor. <laughs> there's a whole ottoman. There was a whole other- There's a whole couch. Yeah. <laughs> like, she didn't have to sleep in the bed with this teenager. Quite frankly. <laughs> Maybe I mean, they were close. Yeah, I'm sharing it. Why couldn't they just share a bed? Like, why couldn't her and the cop do just, you know, why weren't they cuddle buddies? But, you know, whatever. So, yeah, like, you see the covers, like, coming back. And he basically- Pulls the covers off them at night and scares the fuck out of her and wakes her up. So this is when shit starts to escalate. Because that was the first incident. Um, And then she was trying to get a job interview. So she goes for this job interview. She's like in it. And so the one thing that I really loved about this movie. It's a Bloomhouse film. First off. Bloomhouse makes amazingly done horror movies. Like that is their (laughs) freaking thing. And I love it. And I loved all the shots. Like the still shots. To where you just had the camera sitting there and like people would walk off frame or walk out of the shot like in the kitchen. So there's a scene in the kitchen where Mm -hmm. she's cooking eggs because she's all happy. So she's cooking eggs and shit like that. And then he comes in. What was her freaking friend's name? I don't even know his name. Um, The black guy. He's from Friday Night Lights. Anyway, so don't know his name. He will just continue to be referred to as the black guy friend. So (laughs) he tells her to, you know, when you get done making the eggs, if you could wake up my child. So she's like, cool. So he leaves and then she's cooking the eggs and the camera just stays on that scene of the kitchen and she walks off out of the shot. So it's those moments where you're just waiting for something to happen. Like this movie did such a good job of that anticipation buildup to where you're like, okay, is something going to happen? Like, is someone really there? Is she really going crazy? Yeah. Like, is a boy just going to walk across the screen? I loved every single time that happened. And it happens quite a few times in the movie because that's obviously the the buildup factor. That's how they that's how they build it up. Um, but in this particular scene, the only thing that happened was she burned up the fucking eggs. The eggs burn up and it catches on fire and then they run to the kitchen and put it out. But again, there was just several shots like that. So you're wondering, okay, is something going to move? So you're like trying to look around. And I have a serious feeling that this movie, which is actually going to be available on Vudu to pre-order, I believe now, if I'm not mistaken, and we'll get to all of the movies that are like, super early releasing out of theaters. Um, I believe when you go back and look at those scenes, there will probably be shit that moved around. Like, you will yeah. probably be stuff. That was the scene where he took that knife. He took that knife that she was using. You saw the knife move? Mm-hmm. If see, it fell I, off the, um, the counter. See, I totally missed that. Like, that's what's going to be great about going back and rewatching all of those scenes. I'm pretty sure all of those scenes, some shit happens. So, 
They run back in there, put out the fire, and it's like, oh, okay. But then it starts to escalate because then Stormy gets hit. In yeah, the face. like they were just chilling in the room, and all of a sudden he like knocked the shit at the little girl, and she starts screaming, and they, you know they blame it on Elizabeth Moss character, and she's like, I didn't hit you. So this is when like it starts to escalate. Mm-hmm. That happens. Even though in that scene, I'd have been like, you were on the floor too. There's no way she <laughs> she would have hit her. Yeah. How you not see that I didn't hit you? <laughs> <laughs> you see my hands. Yeah, like I'm on the floor crying, trying to get up. Why did God just power Falcon punch you to the ground too? That's right, because in that scene she was... Um, no, wait, was that the scene where she was on the floor? Yeah, so oh yeah, because what happened was when she went to an interview... Um, and she opened up her, because she's like an architect or an engineer. So when she opened up a briefcase to show her work, there was nothing in there. Like, it was all gone. And she knew she put it in there. So she's like, what the fuck? So she gets back to the house, and she's like... No, no, she, she no, she passed out. She passed out the interview. Oh, yeah, she passed out the interview. You're right. And they tell her it was the pills that she used to drug her fiancé yes. in the beginning of the film. Yes, because she dropped them when she was running and getting in the car with her sister. So they're like, those drugs are in your system. And she's like, what fucking drugs? And she's in the bathroom. She goes in the bathroom and the actual pill bottle is sitting there with the blood on it. Now she's starting to realize, all right, this dude is like, he's alive and he's stalking me somehow. And this is when everyone starts telling her she's crazy. Yeah. And at this time, she also goes to her sister to try to get help. But her sister's bugging out because of some email she got. Yes. So old boy sent a really nasty email to her sister talking about how much she hated her. And which this is another thing. Like, it's just these little things that I was like, come on. Like, why would I send you this email and then come to your house and be like, hey, <laughs> like, first off, if so, if my sister sent me an email like that, I'm calling her. Yeah. I'm like, what you- Say it to my face. Like, just like, are you serious? We, that would be a conversation. So I can't imagine. Well, I'm pretty sure maybe there are siblings who would just get that email and be like, all right, well, fuck her then. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, I know I would call my sister if she sent me that. Pretty sure you would call yours too. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> like, Did sister. you send this to the right person? You good? Your sister would just say it to your face. Yeah. <laughs> so he sent a nasty email. To, basically, he's trying to isolate her again from the people around her. That's He got, you know, Stormy and her dad out the house to get her alone. Isolated her from her sister again. So then she's like, all right, fuck it. I know he's alive. Now, she decides to call his cell phone. First off. Why wasn't she doing this when the old dude was there? There was, again, so many times that she could have been like, hey, hey, look, look. I found his phone. Like, I don't know if that would have been my go-to thing. Like, to call his phone. Because, even if I thought he's in this house somewhere. If I call his phone, like, she's going to run chances? around the corner and be like, hey, I'm here. Like, <laughs> or answer it or, like... I mean, if it's there, though, then that's just that's clear evidence that he's there. Because why would his phone be But there? she's gotten no phone calls from him. So it's like, she has gotten no... It's like, she's got no reason to believe that his phone is in... Like, who fucking stalks... Oh, we you need know a storytelling device here. <laughs> You're right. Let me stop. <laughs> we need to keep the ball rolling. <laughs> so she calls the phone... And she hears it ringing above her. So she goes up in the attic and, <laughs> all right, insert extra ass tall ladder, which is never good in a scary movie. <laughs> Someone busts out a big fucking ladder and someone's going to fall and they're going to get hurt. So I'm just like waiting for that now. <laughs> so she busts out this ladder. She climbs up in the attic and she gets up there and she finds his cell phone. She finds her okay. resume paper stuff. And, and that knife. And a knife. What was that knife used for? Um, at first, I thought it, it, didn't, it didn't look like the knife. Because I saw the movie about like three times. Um, 
I didn't. It's not the knife that they used to kill her sister. I think he just took it so she thought she was going crazy. So, because he, his murder or his death was, it was said to be a suicide. Mm-hmm. And that he killed himself. So was that maybe the knife that was at the scene of him killing himself? And he was, because that's what I thought. I was like, maybe that's the knife that he used to kill himself and that he was going to set her up and frame her. I mean, but why? How would you, you how would you set someone up for suicide? I mean, you can't <laughs> set someone up. <laughs> um, yeah, she's up there. Some weird shit happens. And then she goes back to the crawl space because like she heard a noise and start looking down at the ladder and she throws white paint down there. So at this point we see white paint on a silhouette. So now we fully have an invisible man running around. She's not tripping. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Surprise. Now I could have swore in a preview that I saw for this, Dave Batista was in it. I really feel like I saw, Mm-mm. unless he's in a different movie and it was just some weird like advertising where movies were stitched, switched, stitched together. I really thought he was in this movie, but I was wrong. He is not. So if you've seen the same graphic I did, he ain't in this. Um, we get the silhouette that's there, ladder falls, and now we're like, all right, now now shit's starting to to get busy. She manages to get her ass down out that crawl space and <laughs> she does something kind of smart. She goes and grabs coffee grinds and pours them all over the floor in the living room and then goes and sits in the corner. So if he comes in there, he gotta walk on it. <laughs> She'll see footprints. I was like, I mean, I probably would have chose flower. <laughs> that was before she called him. That was before she called him. No, then, it wasn't. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, you're right. You're right. That was before she called him. And before she called him, because I was like, and with this one, she started, yeah, and then she started getting beat up. <laughs> 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 yeah, so then she commenced to getting her ass whipped by the invisible man for a minute. She did, however, manage to call an Uber and get out the house. Yeah, like she <laughs> she set up that lift pretty quick. Um. Yeah, she did. She gets out, she takes a lift all the way back to their actual house. Um, Which is in some like far off beat. It's somewhere on the other side of San Francisco Bridge or the Golden Gate Bridge. So she goes back to the house and now she's looking around for shit because she's like, how the fuck, where, like what the fuck's going on? So this was the other thing. So she went back to the house on this moment and this is when she finds, like she goes into his little lab Mm-hmm. that he has in the basement and she's like looking around and there's this weird like kind of like force field type there like it just it was a, it's an odd it's a rig with it had like cameras on it I guess is the some like yeah some big rig thing with cameras and shit on it and she touches it and like the cameras start moving but then she realizes that there's a, actually a suit on it so this is where we finally find out this is not some crazy sci-fi shit this is actually a good use of technology so what had happened was he built a suit with cameras like he legitimately just built the x-wing in a suit which is fucking smart like he built a suit with shit tons of cameras and lights around yeah to reflect yeah to reflect about him so it looks like it's invisible so she takes that suit off of there I thought she was gonna put it on. Which would have been smart, but then I was like, can two invisible people see each other? <laughs> like this. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I was like, maybe if your if, invisible cancel out. Like Yeah, no, I don't think they would have been able to see each other. Bump but into an invisible person. That would have sucked. <laughs> That would have sucked. So, <laughs> but what she does do is she takes the suit and she puts it in a crawl space to hide it to use later for evidence. We assume, as opposed to why it didn't just take it right then as evidence that like old dude was crazy because she had her lift dude waiting outside for her. But he catches her as she's trying to get out the apartment or get out the house. So, but she manages to get out. She got out fine. She calls her sister or she tries to go see her sister, mm-hmm. and her sister was like, "No, she had already went to her sister. Whatever." Yeah, she but, wanted to go see her sister at that restaurant. Mm-hmm. Or no, she she called her sister, had her meet up at the restaurant. I felt so bad at this point because 
Like she's sitting there and she's telling her sister, she's like, I have proof. I got evidence that, you know, of how he's doing it. And her sister's looking at, sitting there looking like, okay, how? And then all of a sudden. You see this knife just slice across, across screen. Yes. And ends up in her hand. So he kills her freaking sister in the restaurant. And I was just like, damn. And yeah, obviously it makes it look like she did it. Yeah, it's one of those moments where you really just sitting there like, whoa, did that really just happen? Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, it was it was super quick, too. So sister's now, like, dead, and they arrest her and put her in a nut in a loony bin. Yeah, because, of course, she's going off about seeing some dude that's not there. Yeah, so it would make sense. I mean, now we locked up in a straitjacket, and we were in a drug you. So she's in the mental institution, and then her brother-in-law comes back to see her. And it was like, well, yeah, now you're considered a criminal, so you're going to forfeit your inheritance that you were going to get. And she's looking at him like, I don't give a fuck about that money. Like, your brother is still alive. And could you ask him to leave me alone? (laughs) And that's the thing, too. Like, she's really just kind of like, I don't even care. Like, just leave me alone. Basically. Just just, just, just tell him to stop. (laughs) Uh, Because it was one point, like, when she was in the living room behind the the barrier of coffee beans, she was just like, why me? Like, you could have any woman you want. Like, why me? Like, why? Just, like, let me go. So, (laughs) he's like, you can, you're going to forfeit the money because now you're crazy and you're a criminal. Unless... Or no, actually, back up. Because when she got into the mental hospital and they were like, you know, we got the results back of your blood work and stuff like that. And you're pregnant. And you're pregnant. And she was like, wait, what? Now, earlier in the movie, when they told her about the drugs in her system and the, the voicemail was trailing off or mm-hmm. she was trailing off, I knew that they were going to be like, she was pregnant. Because they were I like, knew that too. there's something else we need to talk to you about. And I'm just like, mm, this bitch pregnant. <laughs> yeah, I was she, like, STDs ain't going to play no factor Because <laughs> she made it a point to, to mention to her, like her sister, somebody that she had been taking birth control pills mm-hmm. to avoid getting pregnant. Because if she had got pregnant, she wouldn't have been able to avoid it. So, yeah, we get confirmation here now that she's pregnant while she's in the nut house. So then her brother-in-law is like, yeah, or if you agree to carry the baby and go back to him, this will all go away. So then she looks at him like, oh, so you've known that your crazy ass brother's been stalking me invisibly some goddamn. Um, And he's just like, oh, well, you know, he abused me just as much as he abused you type thing. Like trying to make something he was a pawn in this thing too. And you're just like, okay, that's crazy. So insert breakout of, of mental institution scenes. Yeah, she steals one of his pens, basically hides in the room, acts like she's going to kill herself, um, makes him pop out. Which, I feel like after she stabbed him a couple times with that pen, he'd have been down for a minute. Because this wasn't like a, this suit, outside of being invisible, it didn't hold any kind of power. I mean, I could see, because of the thickness of those lenses, it not penetrating deep. But then homie did take a couple bullets. Yeah. (laughs) And he kept (laughs) going. So, now I got questions. Because all the way- Wait, did he get shot? I don't think Mm. he got shot. So he got shot by at least two of those cops on the way out of that. Yeah, he got shot a couple times in that Did suit. he or did they shoot near? I think they shot near. No, he got shot. Because the, no, she stabbed him and his thing started blinking. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this one dude in an invisible fucking suit managed to take out like 10 cops on the way out of there. Now that alone to me. In one hallway. Too. In one hallway, yes. All these people are armed. You would think at that point. Instead of running outside, truthfully, like when I got downstairs by that main lobby where the rest of the security guards were, I would have just went in there with them and be like, check the cameras. Because <laughs> clearly <laughs> there's cameras in this hallway and I didn't touch any of those people. Clearly <laughs> I ain't take out these people. Like there were so many times where like she's on the ground in the opposite side of the hallway. Dudes getting beat up down the street. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're just like, is this, this is happening. But it's still really entertaining at this point. Because, like, you know, we're, we're getting there. Fast forward, all this shit in the thing thing. And 
um, her sister's dead. She now knows her brother-in-law was involved and, and what have you. And basically he tells her that if she doesn't agree to have this baby, then she's going to be the reason that Stormy Reed gets killed. Yes. So she's trying to get back there. Another thing, how is this dude just getting around? So like he fast. Just, like, cause she followed him. She jumped in the car outside, like, as well. And he still managed to get there even before her dad got there, who was a cop. Who had the ability to run lights and sirens to get to the house. Like, but okay. So they all in the back at the house. Dude's beating the shit out of the cop. Mm. And this is when he gets shot. Shot, shot. And goes down. They take the mask off. And lo and behold, it's not her ex-husband. It's the brother-in-law. So then this whole thing unspirals about how it wasn't the husband. It was a brother-in-law. And the husband. He's like in some underground (laughs) shelter. Was actually being held captive in the house. So they made it seem like the brother-in-law was was the crazy one, not the husband. Um, and he faked his brother's death and all this shit like that. And she's like, nope, I'm not buying it. Mm-hmm. Nope, <laughs> it's not him. And for a minute, I was like, wow, are we really going to run with that? Like, I was like, this thing. I was like, it's clearly he was abusing her. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, they're not about to just redeem this guy. I've seen worse shit like, happen yeah. in TV shows, but I was like, this can't happen like this. So they get old boy out of that room and then... <laughs> like i still love you <laughs> and i'm so sorry and come back to me and he's, i'm so sorry my brother tried to kill you yeah he, he is wholly running with this fucking story of it was his brother who did this to him and that he had nothing to do with it but it was like how do you explain all the years of abuse still yeah. like, you, were, like you still abused me like yeah i know i'm not coming back and what in the fuck so now we're closing in on the end of this movie and she's like all right fuck it you know her, her cop james, friend, james 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 okay so James, her cop friend, um, is telling her, look, you just need to go along with this and he'll stay away from you and this and the other. And she's like, nah, he's got to pay, especially because he killed her sister. Like that was mm-hmm. her big thing. Like he killed her sister. So she decides to wear a wire and go in there and they were going to try and get him on tape admitting to what he did. Because she's like, you know, I just need if we can move forward, if you can admit what you did. And he's just like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> he was just doing that. I didn't do anything really, really well. Um, so then she... Goes to the bathroom and he's sitting at the table. It shows a security camera of you see him sitting at the table. And then all of a sudden his throat gets slit. So homegirl, that suit that she had left behind, <laughs> went, put it on and killed him. And I was just like, I am okay with this. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like, I was here for it. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay. Okay. Um, and it makes it look like it was a suicide. So it looks like on camera, he killed himself. And then she obviously goes back in the bathroom and then comes back out and she's like screaming and whatnot. So it's like on the camera, you see her leaving the room. So it's very clear. It looks like she didn't do it. Um, and she leaves and James comes running up to the house because he was sitting in the car listening to the wire. And it's just like, yeah. And she's like, no, he killed himself. And he, yeah, he at first he's looking like, um, yeah, tripping. Like, yeah. which I mean, she kind of was. Like, he is still a cop. She did still kill him. She he, does now still have an invisible suit. He punched his child. <laughs> First off. Which I guess at the end of it is why he was just like, you know what? You're right. He killed himself. And she said, what it look like, James? I would not have hesitated. <laughs> exactly. Like, why wasn't that the plan from the gate? <laughs> like, that should have just been the plan. But, yeah. And then that's how it ends. So, Invisible Man. Not some crazy sci-fi shit. It was a great use of technology. And a great, there was a lot of moments where I jumped in that movie and like my hand threw my hand over my mouth, like I gasped. Mm-hmm. Like 
It was a good scary movie. Yeah, it was done very well. This is um, this is said to be Universal's take on, I guess, revamping the dark universe, which has like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. So you've mentioned this before, mm-hmm. and I don't... The actual Invisible Man from League of Extraordinary Gentlemen was a result of a lab incident, a la like Dr. Manhattan style, if I'm not mistaken. So it, yeah. he, he wasn't using technology. I mean, but it's like, it's just like a revamp. Oh, like. like. Because <laughs> then what the fuck are you going to revamp next? Dracula? Like. I mean, you never know. They could just. How? I don't know. I'm trying to think about what else. I don't need Bloomhouse to revamp like yeah, Swamp Thing. Okay, yeah. And now we're getting into. Uh, there's things this worked well it was okay i just mm-hmm. hope that it's not like some kind of anthology i could see that. set of remakes because the rest of it would probably not be that great although i mean and we don't need her to be viola davis's character i don't want to watch that but invisible man is available to pre-order now if not available to watch now on voodoo as well as other places um so zero to ten what are you giving it I give it eight, eight point five. Okay, okay. It's very hard to get a nine. It's nothing to. So this is okay. A scale of zero to ten, I would also give it. I'd give it an eight. Eight's a very fair because it's definitely watch rewatchable. I'll watch mm-hmm. it again for sure. So, um, yeah, Invisible Man. Another movie that we very recently saw was The Gentleman. Yes, with Charlie Hunnam, Matthew McConaughey, and it was directed by Guy Ritchie. Yes, it's a Guy Ritchie movie. We're not going to spend 30 minutes going over this one. Um, let's just sh- surmise to say it is one of, it's a Guy Ritchie movie, and Guy Ritchie does ensemble movies like very other, very few other people can do. I do enjoy his movies a lot, and I enjoy Charlie Hunnam's face a lot. <laughs> so, yeah, it was good to see Jax not being Jax. Hey! Yeah, right. I mean, that was the only reason I went and seen King Arthur. I was like, I don't really need to see this tale again. But I, <laughs> I just want to see Charlie Hunnam do yeah. things. <laughs> Let's watch Jax with a sword. It was a good movie. It was a great ensemble cast, great casting. Um, there was a nice little spin because in the beginning, they make you think, and actually the previews made you think that Matthew McConaughey's character died. Yeah. Like got shot in the very beginning of the movie. And I was just like, what the fuck? Um, but that didn't actually turn out to be the case. But it's a great You've got a weed mogul, I guess. Would that be the term? Yeah. He was connoisseur, if you want. <laughs> I mean, no, connoisseur <laughs> means you're just like buying the product. This fool was like, growing it and distributing it. So he was a marijuana kingpin. I had this huge like underground network of weed storehouses and grow houses and like the it's set in in England or in London. So like the way that he set up his business. It was amazing so you get this great backstory or whatever and you've got hugh jackman in it hugh grant hugh grant i didn't think that before i said it was hugh jackman no okay so yeah hugh grant which this is probably my favorite hugh grant movie now as well um, i've never seen hugh grant i've never watched a guy Ritchie film i've never seen hugh grant anything or, or at least known it was hugh grant i've probably seen him but well okay we're gonna watch some things you mm-hmm. have because you saw king arthur king arthur was a guy Ritchie movie. Oh. I mean, not not the typical guy Ritchie film he's a pot kingpin businessman who wants to retire so he's trying to get out of the business but then you got word gets out that he wants to retire and you've got people who want to take over the business as opposed to just buying it from him and he's actually positioning it to sell it to one guy of course all these shenanigans and things ensue and um yeah it's a really good movie it was a really good movie what i really liked was i guess the storytelling method that they used because during all of this hugh grant and charlie hunnam 
are sitting in a room and Hugh Grant's telling him all the events that are taking place mm-hmm. in in the movie to set basically trying to blackmail Charlie Hunnam and Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Um, so yeah, all around it was a really fun movie. Yeah, it was it was really well acted. Um, you have what's her face from um, Mary from Downton Abbey. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just never gonna know what actual name because I'm not gonna IMDb it at this point. <laughs> but yeah, she is Mary Crawley, yeah. <laughs> Lady Mary Crawley, um, is uh, is in it, and she plays uh, Matthew McConaughey's wife. There was some really great scenes with her in it. There was one scene where for a moment you thought she was possibly going to be raped. Um, and I was like, this is not about to play out like this. But then, you know, Matthew McConaughey busts in the room and saves her. So I was like, okay. And that was actually, it kind of jumps around time-wise. So you're, but it's not bad. Like you don't not know where you're at in the timeline. Although at that moment, like I thought that was like right after we thought he got shot. Mm-hmm. In the pub, so we see that scene from the beginning of the movie, like it shows this scene in the beginning of the movie, and you're thinking like, okay, how did we, it's the movie's taking you on a how did we get here type of journey, and then once you get back there, you see he's not dead. Um, Again, a lot of fun, a lot of English accents, a la Attack the Block, so... It, it gave me that vibe. The bruv. Bruv. <laughs> bruv. Respect. <laughs> Facts. So, I think it was a lot of that. Uh, I would buy that. So on a scale of 0 to 10, what are you giving the gentleman? I also give it an 8.5. So again. Is it Only an 8.5. Only an 8.5. I'm giving it a 9. I'm going to give it a 9. Yeah, Charlie had a beard along with an 8. Let's be real. <laughs> and on his well-tailored suits yes those suits it was it was really it was a really good movie i'm giving it a nine you're giving it an eight we're definitely watching it again that too i believe is going to be on voodoo here very shortly and that too was another movie i saw for three times <laughs> <laughs> benefits of working on a movie theater all right so that's the two movies we're just kind of i mean we didn't even spoil invis i mean um the, the gentleman, gentleman as much. much as we did invisible man but watch them both they're both very much worth seeing so okay not a ton of stuff spoiled on the next episode we are going to talk about dracula dracula is going to get its own episode because we are going to talk about it yes we're going to cover all three episodes which are basically like three mini movies Mm -hmm. so stay tuned so if you have not watched dracula on netflix i highly recommend it again it's only three episodes they're about an hour and a half each it is a really good watch so check it out and maybe consume it before we end up spoiling it um other than that what else are you watching outside of not much i've been going back and watching the outsider (laughs) that's what i've been watching that's what i've been doing with my life watching the fucking outsider and i'm not going to talk about it here because we're going to do an outsider episode and we're going to have some, a special guest on that episode and we're going to talk about how i feel about it so i'm not going to talk about it right now but the outsider on hbo is being watched so if you guys want to go check that out now if you have not watched the outsider do it love is blind on netflix kind of late to that party but i watched it you're still working on still it still working through it okay um the hunters on Amazon Prime, amazing show. It is set in the 70s and it is the plot of it is you have these group of Nazi hunters hunting Nazis that were brought over to the US and essentially like given secret asylum and they're hunting them. Freaking amazing show. Um that one is being watched right now. I feel like I'm forgetting something because I know I've been You're watching, watching Snowfall. Oh yes, yeah, Snowfall, Snowfall. <laughs> I just started that, yes. Um and yeah, I see I see what all the hype's about. 
You may need to check it out. I would say check it out because um, it's giving me the wire vibes. Uh, it's giving me the wire vibes. Mm, mm, you got to get into mm. it, and it's it's just like now how I had to get into the, the wire. Fuck apart, you know I mean, that. That's, like that's you, fine. You compare it to the wire. I'm going to knit pick it to death. So because I already tried to start it and I couldn't get past like the second episode. And I couldn't get past the second episode of the wire, but I stuck it through. <laughs> <laughs> and then you were pissed about yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> um, is there anything that you're gonna rewatch that you've already watched? Because I'm a, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of doing my annual Sons of Anarchy rewatch. So, is there anything that you've already watched that you play watch? I've been thinking about restarting Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood and checking out that new Pokemon movie, the Pokemon remake. I started it, but I did not get to finish it. Oh my gosh! First off, watching all those Pokemon fight. In like 4K, you should have been great graphics. You should have <laughs> like, been eight in <laughs> about eight. I was crying at 35. <laughs> Why I decided to watch that at six o'clock in the morning <laughs> and watch like Mewtwo, like just fucking going through this existential crisis yes <laughs> and it's just the whole time it's just so sad because he's just like why and he, he did not have to read charizard like that <laughs> like, first off team charizard so i don't appreciate the charizard read yeah watching the uh the pikachu on pikachu fight scene and squirtles and i realized how freaking cute vulpix really is and i have fuck, not yeah. been giving vulpix the credit deserves. But you love Ninetales. I do love Ninetales. If you have not watched, what is it actually called? Pokemon Evolution Mewtwo Strikes Back. No, it's called Mewtwo Strikes Back Pokemon Evolution. I don't, I don't know which order it is. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon Evolutions Mewtwo Strikes Back. Yeah, so <laughs> you want some good wholesome time to, to something to do, you can watch it on Netflix, which essentially it is just a redone copy of the original movie. So it's just done in updated graphics. And I normally don't like updated graphics on things, but this was done. I enjoyed it a lot with the updated graphics. So, all right. We got anything else? No, I think that's it. I'd say that's a podcast. That's a podcast. All right. So make sure to follow us on the social meds. We're on Instagram, House of Blurds. We're on Twitter, at House of Blurds. Facebook, House of Blurds. Patreon, House of Blurds. Yes. Shout out to, we do have like, uh, some Patreon donators. Um, we definitely appreciate that. So make sure to check out our Patreon. We have some great giveaways on there. Um, no one's doing anything else but sitting around anyway. So just go check out our Patreon or hit us up on PayPal at House of Blurds. So until then, take care of yourselves and be good to it.